0: Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to day number nine. If this is your first time listening, my name is Rob Morgan and for the past year and a half, I have hosted this podcast and what this podcast is, listen, here's the deal. I, for the past 10 years, have been traveling the world as a touring bassist and music director. And I realized as I'm traveling and meeting new people, I had this idea of what if I sat down and started a podcast where I sat down and talked to some of the most interesting people I've met and try to get past what it is they do to find out who they are, why they do it, and what I can learn from them. I've been doing that for about a year and a half, and I had, okay, I had either the the greatest decision I've ever had in terms of this podcast or one of the dumbest life decisions I've ever made. And that it all comes from a question. The question was, what would happen if I sat down every day in 2019 and I drank a pint of Guinness and I recorded a podcast? All of it is in the hopes of my wondering of what would happen. Can I? Is it possible? What would it look like if I changed my personal view of the word curiosity from a noun to a verb to a lifestyle? What if I changed it uh, from just the thought of questions, but more to a lifestyle to the way I approach the universe around me to people, food, drink, culture, art, uh, whatever it is. Could I change curiosity to a way I position myself in the world? So This is day number nine. Uh, and I am pumped about this. Here's the deal, if you have been following along with this, if you are yourself a curious person, and you've been following along with the podcast for the past year and a half, you may remember I interviewed one of my very first interviews I sat down with Nick Kosovic, who is a cocktail consultant. It was fascinating. In the conversation we talked about uh, why Nick prefers not to be called a mixologist. What the hell is a cocktail consultant anyway? And what does it look like to be balancing being a good parent while being on the road for work and then back at home? So uh, even right there, you can tell we went far deeper than just occupational conversation and drinks. Uh, It was a great conversation. I'm going to actually link it in the show notes below. But here's the deal. Since that conversation with Nick, that was the first time I had met him. When I I met him, and within five minutes, we're sitting down in front of microphones having a conversation. Since then, I've become friends with Nick, and I was talking to him this past week, and he said, Hey, listen, Bittercube works with this distillery called Lawless, and there's a cocktail lounge uh, that they're always thinking outside the box. Lawless was releasing an event that goes starting today until April, and they're calling it the Lawless Beat. Each club. You should swing out, check it out. I'm not going to be there, uh, but I'm sure one of our bartenders would love to chat with you and talk to you what it's all about. So I said, hell yes, I'm all in. Uh, and what took place was actually a fascinating conversation. We ended up talking about Uh, The fact that they are a cocktail lounge, well, mainly they are a distillery in Minnesota, but with a cocktail lounge. And this is my conversation with Jack Tillman, who works at uh, Lawless. Before we dive into this conversation... I have been trying to perfect a question. I've been trying to figure out what the perfect question is in a certain scenario when you show up to order a cocktail at a cocktail lounge or um, any like high-end place that's serving great cocktails. Uh, I find myself in this scenario. Maybe you are like me and you really appreciate craft cocktails, but you show up to a cocktail bar and you want to know what they would recommend, maybe some different spin on something that they're excited about. What is the proper question to ask them what they recommend without making you sound like an idiot? I've meant so many times, so many times I've had, I've sat down and I've i've asked a bartender oh what do you recommend and i sound like a freaking idiot i sound like i've never been to and i'm i know i have nothing to prove here uh but i don't want to sound like i've never been to a cocktail bar before and i don't know what i'm talking about i feel like i have a, a decent knowledge of cocktails or what if you are in the complete opposite situation. Maybe you've, you're not used to going and getting cocktails out and you want recommendations, someone to point in the right direction. What is the proper question to ask? It fits both scenarios. Uh, and let me tell you right now, the wrong question to ask is what would you, what would you recommend? What would you order if you were drinking here? Uh, Man, these are all questions I have completely failed at by asking. So At the end of my conversation with Jack, I ended up talking with him a little bit more and just naturally in our conversation, we started talking about that. And I think that he gave me some insight to the perfect question to start asking, or actually at least a decent approach uh, to point you in the right direction, to make you not look like an idiot, to save face and get you hopefully the perfect cocktail uh, that you are looking for to make your evening. I'll jump back in and explain that to you a little bit more. What is the Miracle cocktail menu that you guys did? So Miracle is a nationwide pop-up. Okay. uh, Created by Cocktail Kingdom, which is a
1: company that makes barware and does consulting and stuff like that. So they uh, come up with this, it's a Christmas bar and it only started in New York City and then expanded and expanded. Um, So it's nationwide, worldwide. Uh, Last year, I know for a fact that we were the only bar in Minnesota doing it. Really? This year, I think we were still the only bar in Minnesota doing okay.
0: it. But then um, it's just uh, someone might have done another bar Yeah, bar. I,
1: I don't think so. I feel like Minneapolis would be the place that yeah. they would do it and we would have known about it. How
0: did that connection get made? I'm honestly not sure. Really? I feel like it was either from Nick or
1: from Nate and Kirsten, our owners. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just like, great, we're working with Cocktail Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And they supply the drinks. They, mm-hmm. they give us recipes. And they supply glassware. Um, really? Yeah. So we have the, oh, we man. Had these like fancy Christmas glassware. Yeah. Like, the most popular one was one that looked like a Santa butt. Okay. You know, it's like just <laughs> <Yes>. Santa's legs <laughs> yes, and butt. Yes,
0: it's so awesome. I remember that because I came in for it. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know it was like the
1: yeah, it was so, a national thing. So if you went was... to any of the other yeah. Miracle bars, you'd get a similar drink in the same glass. Wow, oh, But man. what makes us really cool about yeah. doing Miracle yeah. is the fact that we're a distillery. So like some of the Miracle drinks require tequila or require things that we cannot make. So we have to either, unfortunately, not do them or, which is more fun make our own takes on them yes. and make it work for us, which yes. I, we, we get to put our own little spin on things and it, it feels very individual and it's super cool.
0: I would, so. That's funny you said that because I was just going to ask that about yeah. uh, what happens when, I mean, a cocktail, something that's nationwide and they're making cocktails for everybody to do, uh, one of the standards is like a bourbon. So you guys don't have bourbon here, right? Or tequila? We have whiskey.
1: Oh, you do? We okay. Have a, we have a corn whiskey, which is going to be slightly different than okay. bourbon. So, like, we made things work. We made our old-fashioned okay. whiskey. Okay. It wasn't, you know, quite the same old-fashioned that you're going to get everywhere else, yeah. at every other Miracle Bar, but yeah. I think that's kind of what sets us apart.
0: Yes. Okay. I didn't know that, actually. I didn't... Because isn't your uh, lawless old-fashioned with gin? Or is uh, that with whiskey it, Traditionally, it has been. Okay. Uh,
1: starting this summer, yeah. around July, we started... Yeah. Uh, pushing our whiskey out. Okay. The whiskey is only available in the cocktail room. There's some things that you can also buy um, in right. the public. Yeah. But whiskey, amongst some other liqueurs and liquors that we make, are only available here.
0: Because, so you can't sell, with legislation, you can't sell anything that you don't make as a distillery? We cannot, or is that wine? We, yeah, we
1: cannot serve anything that we do not make in this building.
0: Really? hmm Where's the line? I mean, because you can have bitters... Right count. But, but, but the their main are non, non-potable technically
1: okay. and they're not and yeah. like a drinkable alcohol yes. one would most people assume yeah. uh cuz they're so high proof and it's also so small quantities so yeah. we can use those but like we use other brands of liquor primarily heirloom and onbay yeah. baiju but those are both distilled here really yes so they use our distilling equipment and our bottling line Dude,
0: that's so cool Isn't it so Dude it, that's so awesome we're, we're
1: able to work with different yeah. companies and have their um, an heirloom is a Co, company with Bittercube. Okay. So Heirloom, Heirloom, yeah, yeah. Heirloom and Lawless are both closely involved with Bittercube, and yeah. Bittercube had a big hand in Heirloom. Yeah. Um, I'll give you some of those stuff to taste if you want a little later.
0: Man, this is awesome. Okay. What it? Well, by the way, what is this that I'm so drinking? So this
1: is uh, the Dos Gardenias. It's a riff on a French Seventy Five, and wow. also kind of a riff on a Daisy. Uh, so a Daisy is going to be like a margarita. Okay. Uh, where you've got your basic liqueur, juice, sugar, and then a little bit of a modifying liqueur. Yeah. In this case, because I wanted to get the like French 75 wine aspect, okay. Instead of a liqueur, we use dry vermouth, so that yes. gets that little bit of like wine, winess. Totally, um, I totally get then that. And some cherry bark vanilla bitters, some Jamaican number one bitters, uh, lime, orgeat, pineapple rum.
0: Oh man, this is so good. Thank you. This, I'm, I'm loving this. Yeah.
1: Thanks. Thanks to, you know, mostly Brandon, Brandon Sass, and the Bitter Cube guys. Like. I came up with that idea, and then we worked with it, and they're really, really good about helping you uh, Yeah, helping you work with...
0: figuring out, out the right yeah. things
1: to make it yeah. perfect.
0: It seems like everybody that I've talked to from here, uh, and I almost feel like it's a theme with the places that Bitter Cube is involved with, it seems like it's a big uh, ideas place. Idea. Exactly. Everybody's open, you can throw in your ideas, everybody almost has a hand it's, in it. It's collaborative. Yeah. It's truly collaborative, because everybody... I feel like
1: more than any other place that I've worked, and I've been in the industry for, I've been bartending for four plus years now, Yeah, yeah. Um, more than any other place that I've worked with when I work with Bitter Cube, it feels like everybody has an idea, and even though your idea may not be the best idea or the idea that gets taken with, it is considered and it's thrown into the mix and we'll try it out, and if it's, if it's terrible, it's terrible. Yes. And we'll say so.
0: Yes. But if it's great. We're not it's, gonna like we're not gonna put something on the menu just to put it on the menu, exactly. just so we can say you got it on there. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: I had been wor- yes. I've been working with for Lawless and with Bittercube for about a year now. Yeah, this yeah. is my first drink I've ever had in the menu.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And Are you pumped like, about
1: it? I mean it's gonna feel awesome. It feels very good. Yeah. But and like also it's not my drink, it's everybody's mm-hmm. here. Everybody put in ideas to it, but it's it's nice to know that I had an idea
0: and I yes. contributed it and then we made You're it happen. You're pouring something that you were a part of creating. Exactly. Oh, man. Okay, uh, so this is, what's the Beach Club yes, is this what is this you guys Lawless are releasing beach today. Lawless beach Club just started today. Okay, and it goes till? Uh, end of April. Okay. Um, so we do different theme menus throughout yep. the year. Yeah. Uh, I love that you guys
1: do that, by the way. It's, it's fun. And it's all badass. Yes. Because we, we completely yeah. flip the room for yes. every menu. Um, we flipped the glassware, we flipped the music, we flipped yep. our clothes. Like, I wouldn't have been wearing this a <laughs> yes. week ago. If yes. I, if you showed Are you serious? a miracle, really? I would have been wearing a Christmas sweater yes. I and love a hat. That. And now I'm sale. wearing a short sleeve yes. shirt in, you know, 10 degree weather. Yes, that's so awesome. Because it's beach club in here, you know? Totally. You gotta commit. Yes. The okay. first day of summer camp, I wore my Boy Scout uniform. Oh, man. You just gotta commit. It's, yes. like, it's so much more fun that way.
0: Oh, the summer camp that you guys did this yes, Yeah, we did uh, it earlier this year. Yeah, I wore my
1: Eagle Scout uniform. I had, like, the actual little... Thing. Oh,
0: that's so awesome. Okay, so I was reading on the menu. So you you guys change over the complete menu. How long does that take? Are you guys working on that for months, by the way? A couple of months.
1: It's always, we always are thinking ahead. So yeah. like right now, we're already thinking ahead. Probably yeah.
0: one or two menus in the really? future. Really? Okay, Just so now the second this is out, you're already thinking ahead, yeah. you've already probably you're, you're, already, idea. you're already
1: thinking of ideas from stuff that you've already made, yep. how you can adjust it, how you can make it better.
0: Yes. Um,
1: and then, you know, once we get into like the last two weeks yep. before a menu starts, yeah. it's like, all right, great. We're going to get really into this, we're going to dive deep, yes. we're going to make sure everything works in a very, very specific way, and we're going to make everything perfect.
0: Okay. And so this goes to, I saw, I heard, maybe I saw it on the menu, I heard somebody talking about it that you can pay a membership fee, like it's actually a club? Yeah. So, so what's up with that?
1: We're doing, we're actually doing a Lawless Beach Club. So you can be a member. It's $30, runs through the end of April. Every single time you walk in the building, you get a free drink. Really? With your card. No way. Only 30 bucks. 30 bucks. And this. Okay. And so every time you walk in the building you get a free drink. This is, every time you show up stupid. You get fifteen percent off your tab. What? And <laughs> you get first invite to members only events. And we're gonna be doing a beach club blowout bash okay. at the end of the menu. Yep. So you will be if you're a member of Beach Club, you'll be one of the first people to get on yeah. that list or get invited to that. So and we're gonna do some other special stuff yeah. I think
0: as so the months go on. It's January right now, and so are you only doing like one beach club night a month? Every how- day is beach club. <laughs> starting I bet- from
1: I I, I believe no. starting from today, we are open seven days a week. <laughs> and if you have a beach club membership, oh, yeah, yeah. you can come in every single day and get a show f- your show your card, get a free drink, and get fifteen percent off your bill. Really? Yeah. And is it like? you get to pick the drink that's on the menu or so is there we're, a specific we're doing, one? Or we're making uh, different punches. We're making okay. like a members-only punch. Yes. So it's something that you normally wouldn't be able to get. Yep. Uh, but since you're a member, you can get for free or if you really want to pay for it, you know, Yeah. You, you throw a couple bucks, you can get a glass of punch, but like, yeah. it's something special for the members. It's uh. something that... We've created that with,
0: Dude, that is so with a bunch cool. of random ingredients and yes. stuff that we
1: just need to use or stuff that we think is interesting and yes. doesn't have a place in the menu. Yep, um, We can throw that in there and have our members be like, all right, this is good. This is shit. This yes. is better. And also, you know, be yeah. very hospitality Yes. about it. It's more fun. Okay.
0: All right. See, this is what this is. I'm getting. This is what's crazy. Is you're taking it. This is very collaborative focus. Being at Lawless, and you're taking the next step of like, okay, if you want to be part of the club, even if you don't work here, you can start being uh, a part. Collaborate. Yeah, you can start throwing your opinions in. Oh man. No, no worries. Wait. So, do you guys make your own sweet vermouth? Here, We're we're a distillery.
1: We can't serve vermouth that we don't make. Really. So, so for the we did a beer and wine bar menu yep. last year. Okay. So we made drinks with non-alcoholic beer and wine, and then added our own spirits to it. So we were not.
0: Yes. You were like was,
1: you're just fortifying it. it. Yeah, we're just fortifying it. Fortifying yeah. these non-alcoholic products like yeah. we do normally. Yeah. With like Coke or a yes. a Santa or something like that. Yes. Taking these non-alcoholic products and fortifying.
0: them. Man. Okay. So limitations make you you are more have to be more creative when you put limitations on yourself and I am fascinated with the thought of like lawless you guys have a massive limitation on you and because of that you have to be hyper creative Because of yeah because of that yes. our creativity
1: has gone through the yes. roof so uh, like we make so many different kinds yeah, of yeah. that you can only get here mm-hmm. you know you're not we we only don't sell them We won't give them away to anybody, but because you're in the building and we want to make these drinks, we made these liqueurs so that we can make these drinks.
0: Yes. Man, I was just over at, uh, where was I? I was over at Northbound Brew Pub. Oh yeah. And it's just cool because they made a beer and they released it last Saturday and it was only available for two hours. And if you weren't here at Northbound, you couldn't taste it. No one else will taste this. And so it's kind of the same thing as this. This cocktail I'm drinking right now, no one can taste it. It'll be gone in four months. If you're not yeah. here, it'll be gone. Oh, man. We,
1: could, we probably will have the stuff to make it, yeah. but it won't be the same. Totally. You know, without, the, without the little yeah. butterfly. And without, yes. You know,
0: OK, Jack, awesome. nice to meet you. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for hanging out with me. This is awesome. Of course. Holy crap, Jack. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a conversation with me, Nick. Thank you for the recommendation. All right, here's the deal. Before uh, this conversation, I was talking about the perfect question to ask when you're sitting at a cocktail bar, uh, uh, but you don't necessarily know what you want to order. You want to try something new maybe. Okay, so I was talking with Jack. And what off, he said what most often happens is that someone will sit down and they'll say something to the effect of, well, what, what would you order uh, if you were ordering a drink? And he thought that was hilarious because as a bartender, most of you bartenders know, well, if I was gonna order something, I'll, bar, I'll order a beer and a sh- double shot of whiskey. Uh, that's like, That seems like the go-to, or depending on your shift, maybe just a cup of coffee. But uh, another question, maybe you know something about cocktails and you would ask the bartender, so uh, what would you recommend? And that is vague too because, well, bartenders just get frustrated about this because, well, what if, what if you, the person sitting at their bar, hates whiskey? Uh, that bartender could make you the greatest old-fashioned, but you will never appreciate it. You'll hate it uh, just because of your own personal preferences. And personal preference is totally fine. That's what it's all about. So what Jack said is to start with a preference you have and then ask for a recommendation. So for me, a great question would be, Hey, listen, I really like a great old fashioned. Uh, I would love to see like a, your spin on that. Is there anything you'd recommend, uh, from the house and that's type of the, in the vein of an old fashioned, uh, what would you recommend? And that is, Instantly tells the bartender, "Oh, this person likes this." Uh, You, not that we're trying to prove ourselves or anything, or gain respect by the questions we ask. But as the legendary question asker Cal Fussman once said, uh, a misunderstanding people have about questions is that you can actually uh, show someone your intelligence by the question you ask. And uh, as you're listening to this podcast, you're gonna just continually see me asking, uh, ignorant questions, but that's fine. I'm willing to do that because I'm willing to do that to get to the bottom of things. So that's all I got. Have a great rest of your day. Drink responsibly and above all else, stay curious.